episode of What the Header, a Bitcoin Podcast Network exclusive show. Um, just as good as a PlayStation exclusive, except for this is the audible version of that. This is a podcast exclusive to the Bitcoin Podcast Network. You're not going to hear this on any other podcast network but this one. Exclusive, uh, exclusive, exclusive. Last exclusive. week my mom called. I'm highly engaged with my family audience. So let's get back to what What the Header is all about, okay? What the Header is a show where Jesse and I have decided that we're going to explore uh, the deeper side of Bitcoin, starting with Bitcoin. Um, Mm -hmm. So, Jesse, go ahead and tell the people who you are. Uh, I'm Jesse. And uh, I'm D. So now that we've gotten past those introductions, let's let's dive right in. So where we left off last time uh, was the difficulty, and we were talking about that game. Um, The game that all the miners are playing to basically introduce a nonce into a... uh, some other information and get uh, a hash that returns a certain number of leading zeros... Um, and the difficulty to getting that uh, uh, decreases. Sorry, there's a lot. I'm trying to unpack a lot in, in the summary students, but in essence, the computers are guessing numbers to create a string, a hexadecimal string, which is 0 through 9, and the letters A through F, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's hex. And uh, uh, leading zeros at the beginning of that string, and then they win Bitcoin, and they uh, put a bunch of transactions in a block, and they and then they're um, the main pimp on Main Street for the next ten minutes. So, how are we starting today, Jesse? What are we going into? We are starting. With transactions, right after difficulty. What's the transaction? So we covered uh, we covered difficulty in the last podcast. So now we're talking about transactions. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. uh, what is a Bitcoin transaction? A Bitcoin transaction is a bunch of data. A bunch, just a fucking gaggle of data, like a bushel. You know what I mean? Yeah, so what is it about? The data contains information about the amount being sent, the account it is being sent from, and the account it is being sent to. Would you also call those inputs and outputs? Yeah. Took you a while to come to that, yeah. No, 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 no. No, it's just straight-up transaction data. Uh, they're going to be inputs, yeah. Probably, let's see. 
It's going to be an output from one address and input into another address. And the equation yeah. will balance. So a Bitcoin address, see, look, see this diagram? You skipped a lot, though. You skipped all those yeah, words no, well, there. But hold on. You said it's it's like moving money from one address to another address? Mm-hmm. Look, it says not quite. So this this goes against what you were just saying. Well, how? Uh, I don't know. We have to read on. <laughs> well, now I've, I'm left in suspense. Because see, now we go back up because we got it wrong. Okay, let's let's go back up. Let's see what the fuck's going on. So the data contains information about the amount being sent, the account is being sent from, the account is being sent to, right? So if we put that on a table, how many Bitcoin? Five from address one to address two. It's the basic info. It can be easily represented in a single line of data. Right, so you could take those basic information and let's say we stuffed it together, it would be five address one address two, right? Just a just a itty bit of string, just a itty bitty amount of data. All right. So when you're making a transaction, Jesse, the man Ventura, and when you make a transaction, you just send this transaction data into the Bitcoin network. And what happens eventually? Boom. One of the nodes on the network will mine your transaction into a block. And this block, with your transaction in it, will be added to the file of confirmed transactions. Blockchain. Mm-hmm. What and do we call that file? that's all a Bitcoin file? transaction is. Huh? What do we call that file? The blockchain. The blockchain change. We need sound effects so bad, dude. We were rocking. I want to get to this. This diagram is saying that it's misleading to say you're moving money from one address to another address. Well, let's... So, okay. I can see why he said that, but let's let's keep reading. Instead, okay, so, so money doesn't go, like, from one address to another address. It's not quite like that. Right? Let's find out why. So they say a Bitcoin address is like an account number that holds Bitcoins. But when you make a transaction, it's not like taking an exact amount of coins out of a pot and moving them into another. Instead, an address keeps track of each individual transaction it has received. So when you want to send Bitcoins to someone else, you grab whole amounts that you have already received and use them to send a new amount to a new address. Mm. And when that someone else wants to send Bitcoins to another person, they will use up the whole amounts they have received in the same way. So in effect, you receive Bitcoins in batches, and you use those batches to create new batches to send to other people. That's how transactions work. Hmm. Hang on a minute. Here's a quote. What if the total of the batches adds up to more than I want to spend or send? Good question, sir. In this instance, which it often is, you just add another output to the transaction and send the difference back to yourself. Hmm. This you may know, this seem something awkward I at first. actually didn't know about Bitcoin. Like I didn't I didn't realize this is how it works in the background. I thought it was just an output on one I thought address one would have an output 
which was an input into address two. And I thought that's just the way it went. So we learned. Yeah. I didn't know this either. This may seem awkward at first, I know, but it's a precise way of doing it from a programming perspective. So get used to it. Oh, this guy's mean. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking douche. Greg Maxwell, you douche. Okay, it says, but all in all, summary, you have a Bitcoin address. Bitcoins arrive at this address in batches called outputs. Uh, Two, a Bitcoin transaction is the process of using these outputs to create new outputs and sending them to new addresses. Three, all of this can be represented by a single line of data. And then for more on how this system of outputs works, check out outputs. And I think we'll get to this as we go through Mm -hmm. uh, transactions and get to the next section. Mm-hmm. You want you want to read this next one? Yeah. So the next section says, uh, "What prevents someone else from spending my bitcoins?" So, in other words, if making a transaction is simply a case of feeding a line of data into the Bitcoin network, why can't someone construct a transaction that includes my address and use it to send bitcoins to their address? The answer. Uh, because each of the transaction outputs has a lock output locks and if you create a transaction without first unlocking these outputs nodes on the bitcoin network will reject the transaction what unlocks the output locks the private key skadoosh oh it's on the screen I didn't even see it. <laughs> I yeah. didn't see it on the screen. Okay, cool. Um, but fortunately for you, your Bitcoin address comes with a private key, right? So that is the key here. And that's why we're going to pause for the cause here for a minute and drop into the sauce. Uh, that is why people say that Bitcoin and cryptocurrency are push networks. Because things, Bitcoin doesn't move unless it was pushed somewhere. As to where the current system that we have, the credit system, things are pulled from your account, which has its trade-off, right? Like, it's very convenient to hand a waiter my credit card and not worry until two or three days later when the money's pulled out of my account. Or, if it's a good establishment, it'll happen instantaneously, but sometimes it doesn't. Um... So it's pooled. I've granted them the access to pool the money out. With Bitcoin, my money doesn't move away from me unless I unlock it with my private key and send it somewhere. Right? So if you want to send Bitcoin, you use the private key to unlock the outputs located at your address. Now, it's not like something you actually, every time you want to spend Bitcoin, you like unlock it no it's fairly automated right so after unlocking all the outputs uh you want to use the transaction will be accepted and propagated by nodes on the bitcoin network right so like it's a dope ass system all right so as soon as you tell everybody hey i'm pushing this transaction out the nodes will be like yo he's pushing that transaction out and they propagate the message it's a gossip network well, I, I can't be too ahead of myself saying things like that, but it just propagates a message. Right? So, 
Interesting stuff, man. I think it's really cool. I didn't know that's how transaction broke broke down, but I get it. Right? I get it. So next part. So Bitcoin oh, can it. only move and hold units. It's confusing to me. Yeah, I wish we had like an ask an expert button. Because if Bitcoin can only move into whole units, how come you can buy it in fractions? I guess your transaction just gets here. batched with another transaction? Let's see. I think that's what happens. That, that's the only way that can work, is that your transaction gets batched with transactions to make it match. Oof, then it's even more sexy of a system. Oh, it says whole amounts. Yeah. So, like... What is a whole? So one a whole Bitcoin? Bitcoin? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So that means that have you ever? You, of course, you've looked at like a block explorer and those things, right? Yeah, but I haven't like. I mean, if I looked at it properly, I would have noticed whole amounts of Bitcoin, but I don't well, see that. You see fractional. Yeah, but you see all these other outputs and stuff that are random within your transaction ID. Yeah, but you see fractional Bitcoin. Have you? Have we ever paid attention to see that like? Maybe those fractions add up to a whole number? No, because I haven't looked past maybe one or two transaction links. Let's test this out. I'm going to go to a block. Eh, let's not. <laughs> no, go to okay, a block okay. explorer. Just look at a random. Right, fine. There's a block explorer in the website, Learn Me a Bitcoin. I'm just going to go to blockexplorer.com. Wait. That's a fucking weak ass block explorer. Go to like blockchain.com. It's taking forever to load. Come on, I've got one gigabit. All right. <laughs> like All right, cool. Click on one of the transactions. There's one right there. Boom, skadoosh. Oh, this is a block. That's not a transaction. That's a block. Boom. Point seven four. I don't get it. Do huh? I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. We need help. So here's what I think. This is what I think. This is going to be my assumption. I'm pretty sure that the transaction ID only ties to one transaction, but other transactions that get bundled in the block... It's going to find the one to make yours a whole amount and match it and send it. And then it does all that other stuff in the background where it's making it whole. Because there's a fee, right? That's that's what designates priority for the money. I think there's a whole... Okay, so if it's only sending whole numbers, I could understand why that's easy for a computer because the more decimals, the more floating points or whatever, the more calculations it has to do. No, I, I don't understand this. So, okay. This is the way I think it works. In a okay. block, you've got tons of transactions. And maybe this is also why they call it a block because it's just a bunch of whole numbers. I don't know. you got okay, all these well, transactions. we already looked at a block, right? Like here's a block. Oh, that's not a block. Here's well, let's block. look at a block then. Here's a is block. this a block? How many Bitcoin block. moved? Uh, 
Not sure. Can't look, 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 look. Transaction volume. Transaction volume. Okay, if we add that up, plus, if we add that up plus the fee, is that a whole number? Probably not. Let's see the fee. I don't know. Mm, it might be. Oh, okay. Okay, well, so eight two seven zero. It's close. Take eight two. So maybe it's eighty two seventy. We'll subtract eighty two seventy from that, and let's see if we can find that remainder somewhere in this information. This has got to be not pleasant to listen to for the audience. They're like, "What are these guys doing?" It's fucking good. I'm looking for point oh four six. Yeah, I don't see that anywhere. We are co we are officially confused. Hold on, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, never mind. Thought I had something. Don't. Jesse, I'm a little bit confused right now. This is supposed to be a whole number, huh? Oh, this is an estimate, right? Estimated total um, amount transacted in this block. So that plus maybe that's just that's as close as it can get. Yeah. Maybe it's actually eighty-two seventy. So where does that little remainder go? So how, why is this estimating? Why can't it just add it up? Like how many transactions are in here? Seven hundred fifty-five. Mm -hmm. Why can't it just do the math? Why? You ha why does it have to estimate? I feel like we're this we're having a rabbit hole moment. I love rabbit hole moments. Okay, let's Google. I'm gonna Google on my end. Subunit of BTC equal to. This number times twenty with this got uh, five zeros. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Hmm. I'm d I'm googling. Can only whole numbers move in and out of addresses? Bitcoin. We're gonna find out, damn it. We're gonna get to the bottom of this shit. Mm, nothing actually helped. But okay, what's in an address? You know what? We're gonna search the Bitcoin wiki for transaction. We're gonna get a second opinion here. Hmm. List of outputs, data. Input. So, can you give me an explanation of why they have to say it's a transaction estimate? <laughs> no, man. I think we're officially at like a block on this one. Like, I'm not seeing anything in here 
off at a glance that says why it has to be a whole number and the inputs and the outputs have to balance this is a confusing aspect I feel like I need someone to help guide me not gonna lie to you make a note of it yeah we we add that in the slack Mm -hmm. put that in like just the headers yeah let's put that in slack See if someone can help Why out. Can we name just the headers? Yeah. So what the headers? Yeah. I rename this. Here. Well, audience, if you've been listening to the last like ten minutes and you stuck around, we're at a point to where we can't figure out why. If you if you send like point five two seven Bitcoin somewhere, that somewhere that block, they're gonna round that up to a whole number, which would be like point I don't know four six three. Somewhere there, four, seven, three. Uh, I'm at a juxtaposition where I don't understand that aspect of a transaction. Hmm. Okay, so how... I'm going to write the question here. How do whole amounts get sent slash received to... Like that, that part just really loses me right now. I don't get why. I, I know it's a computer programming thing because moving whole numbers is is much easier than moving the floating point mm-hmm. numbers. But floating point is computer programming language for decimal. Everyone, but I don't get that. I feel like I need that to be cleared up. So. Let's get into one more thing, and let's see if we can't start to wind down after that, because now we've hit our, our first official sinkhole of curiosity. Sinkhole of curiosity. Sinkhole. Sing cherry. So, uh, so where do we go next? Let's see here. So what do we? Okay. Let's recap here with transactions for just a little bit. Um, you take a simple string of information and that's a transaction and it's going to state that this Bitcoin is going from this address to this other address and it's not as easy as just sending it on over transactions got to go into the memory pool and the memory pool I guess has such a you know such an expanse of options to pick from transaction wise that it's going to find the transactions that go with your transaction in order to make the whole Bitcoin go backward and forward. Interesting stuff, man. Interesting stuff. So, on to the outputs. I wish we could find an answer for that. Like, are you going to ask it in the Slack or just 
just as a note to yourself. No, no I'm going to ask some people in Slack. Okay. So we got one last topic to go over, and that's outputs, right? So maybe maybe this will help clear things up a little bit. Damn, what happened to the price? Seven point six. When did that happen? Five percent, huh? No, we lost ten percent. More than that. In the last two days, we've lost a little over ten percent, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, yep. You know what we didn't do at the top of the show? I didn't ask you how your week went. Oh, it's okay. Cool. How so was your week? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> All right, man. Let's get to out. What are you doing over there? What are you? What are you doing? Huh? What are you doing? I'm uh looking at the other screen. Oh. All right. What what what's over there, man? Uh, somebody in chat saying, oh, okay. "What's up?" All right. Uh, are you gonna go to outputs? What's up? We have to talk to the chat. Oh, there's people. You're talking about the people like in the in the in the live chat. That's correct. Oh shit! I don't even have the link for that. Let me look at that. This is the worst pod. It's hard to do a live show. And a podcast at the same time. I found one because like there's people listening that have like no clue what's going on. So I feel like maybe they need to watch the stream. That's what I feel like. That's what I feel like. Who's in there? Are there is like one person in there? Mm-hmm. Fazink. It was there were two people. Uh, My friend Garrett and Fazink. Ah, uh, okay. You got that built-in audience in no. this Twitch. That's nice. Very nice. Um. Okay. So that being said, let's go on ahead and continue on to outputs. All right. Let's figure out what output. And if one of them, one of them, uh, mofos in the chat can figure to help us figure out why only whole numbers go back and forward. We love that. But for now, you get to listen to a subscribed output. So the new batches of Bitcoins created in transactions are outputs, right? The Bitcoin transaction system involves sending and receiving whole batches of Bitcoins called outputs. Fair enough. But to be honest, the only way to really understand how this works is to look at a few example transactions. So let's look at a simple transaction. All right. Simple transaction. You are lost in the sauce the chat, tonight, man. man. Let's begin this story of transactions. What are they saying that's so riveting? Said, uh, I said, what's up? He goes, not much, man. Missed your stream. I go, yeah, dude. I miss streaming and hanging out with you and everyone else who dropped by. I've been so busy lately. Hmm. Oh, that's wholesome. That's pretty wholesome, man. Yeah. I never realized what it felt like to, like, have people that watched you play video games. It's got to feel pretty cool. Well, we didn't really, like... Well, yeah, he watched me play video games, but, like, I learned about Fazink. Hmm. What's Fazink? Fazink. You want to come on? Oh, that's a person? Yeah, Fazink, that's his uh, handle. 
Oh, okay. All right. Just, just focus on the pod. All right. LOL. So let's begin the story of transactions with the birth of the fresh batch of Bitcoins. Uh, you're mining Bitcoins on your own. By some miracle, you have managed to mine a block of transactions and earn yourself a fresh batch of 25, 25 Bitcoin. Every miner also includes their own address at the top of each block. So if they manage to mine the block, the block order can be sent to their address. This is known as the generation transaction. So this is the current state of your Bitcoin address. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Catching up, catching up with fasting. Uh, the current state of your Bitcoin address. You are yeah, at the top I'll, of I'll, I'll read this. I'll read this. Okay, okay. Naturally, your first instinct. You were two in the mic. So, like, okay, okay, we could feel you breathe. So let's use one of these Bitcoins to buy some beer. Wow, that's not worth, but okay. Now your other first instinct, these are terrible instincts, would be to take one of these Bitcoins from the batch of 25 to pay for this beer. This would make sense. No, but it's not how transactions work. So now it's not going to make sense. Instead, we have to send the entire batch of 25 Bitcoins in the transaction. <laughs> but to make sure we don't spend all 25 Bitcoins in a one Bitcoin payment, we split the batch up and send it to two destinations. <laughs> the beer shop, payment, and back to our own address, the change. Oh... It's a bit of a an around the houses way of doing it, but it achieves the same end result. Oh, the reason why transactions work this way is because it's an easier and more secure way of doing it from a programming perspective. Anyway, this is what the Bitcoin addresses look like after the transaction. Used up Bitcoins, used up batch of big Bitcoins can't mm -hmm. be used in another transaction, and that's what it looks like. Here's the diagram. The beer shop has a new batch of one, and we've sent ourselves a new batch of 24. The original batch of 25 Bitcoins has now been quote-unquote used up. So it's just like we took one Bitcoin from our address and sent it to another address. But now we know what really happened. Oh, look at that. We understand it now. Hmm. But still, we don't understand the fact that there are no whole numbers in the blockchain explorer. Yeah, that's the part I'm still a little bit lost on. Okay, let's keep reading. Summary. This is what the Bitcoin transaction system is designed to do. Take an existing output, create the newly sized outputs from it, and send those outputs to different addresses. Huh. I really fucking need to understand this. Don't you? Do you ever get annoyed when you feel like like something you should understand is on the tip of your knowledge, but you just can't like bend? You gotta you keep just, reading, man. I guess education, knowledge, information. Okay, are you doing a commercial for like Reading Rainbow or something like what? Reading Rainbow. Take a look. It's in a book. It's in a book. It's reading rainbow. Oh, I read the can't go anywhere. Okay, okay. LeVar Burton. We're done. Huh? I said, okay, LeVar Burton. That's right. 
Lavar Burton was a G, man. He, he was, was, especially in Star Trek. Oh yeah, he's so good. He's in Data. He was a uh, Jamal. Was Data. No, That's Data's the robot. Yeah, Jamal wasn't his name. Uh, you sure? Let me see. Jordy, dude. He was Jordy LaForge or Gordy LaForge. I can't believe I was close. What do you mean you were close? <laughs> I was oh just making God. a joke. Uh, you know what? What's up? About humor, uh, I had a professor tell me that uh, I should check out Monty Python because it's yeah. funny. It's very dry. And he's yeah. he's British. So well, they love Monty I've seen Python, Monty right. Python and the Holy Grail, and I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. But I watched Monty Python and the Flying Circus. Not not funny. It's funny talking about how not funny it is, but it's not funny. I think. I think um, Holy Grail is probably like as good as it gets with Monty Python. Sorry to all of our British listeners that now. Um, are upset that I don't like all of Monty Python. But anyways, from now on, we're going to use the word output instead of batch. Anyway, a few days have passed since the beer shop sold us that beer, and judging by the current state of their Bitcoin address, the beer business is booming. So let's 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 scroll down a little bit, Jesse, and let's see what what's going on with the second transaction. Okay. Okay, so we got address one, three, two Bitcoin, one Bitcoin for a total of seven point five Bitcoin. Interesting. But as we all know, beer doesn't grow on trees, so the beer shop is on the lookout for a brand new beer machine. Okay, let's keep going. Oh look, a beer machine. No price of four point two Bitcoin, so let's buy it. Okay. So that extends 1.52 and 1. Which is 1, 2, 3, 4.5. We send 4.5 to him and 0.3 back to us. So let's scroll down so we can try to understand this. This is the part where it's getting where we might understand it. 1. The beer shop doesn't have a single output batch at their address to cover the cost of the beer machine. So instead, we gather a handful of outputs together to get a total greater than 4.2. When we construct a transaction, the outputs we're, gonna, we're gathering up to be spent are referred to as the transaction inputs. When you're using an output in a transaction, it's temporarily called an input. Using the total input of 4.5, the beer shop creates two new outputs of 4.2 and 0.3. And here's the state of the beer shop's Bitcoin address after the transaction. They still got the unspent transaction input. Huh. Okay. <laughs> but... Okay. I'm not paying attention, sorry. So, like, this is not going to make sense to me. Cause I'm, I know you're not paying attention. You're, like, talking yeah. to 3,000 people at once. No, I'm just talking to Fazzing. Fazzing, chill, bro. 
We're trying to record a show. All right. Now listen. No, what's interesting is the fact that once you get it, I'll get it. But I'm not so going to get it. Like, Why? this is the thing. Because I don't get what how we just, just sent. through it again. Listen, listen. <laughs> how did we just send 4.5 uh-huh. when we were just told that we can only send whole numbers? Oh, yeah, true, huh? Am I missing something here? Did it not just say like we send whole bitcoins? It did. It, well, it said it said we send whole. Let's go back. We send whole amounts. I think that maybe. Oh, whole amounts of transaction in outputs. Right. I don't so we, know. Uh, that's what's happening. We send the whole amount of a transaction output, right? Okay. So we're collecting these UTXOs in our address, un untransacted, un uh, fuck. Uh, go back to the output screen so I can get the word. Yeah, so it's not whole integer amounts. It's it's the whole amount uh, of the yeah yeah okay. Yeah. That's where we were getting lost. It's not whole integers. So we're going to add up all the Bitcoin we have and send something greater than what's being requested. And then the change is a separate output that comes back to us. I get it now. We're solid. We're, yep, we're, we yep, got yep, it. Yep, yep. Uh, we have triumphs. So what if you don't have... Huh? What if you don't have um, enough money? You can't send. You, that's it. The transaction is done. There's no credit in Bitcoin. You can't afford it. Well, I guess like uh, the only part I don't understand is like, what if there aren't? How does it work if you don't have enough? If you don't have greater than four point two, can it? Then can it never work? It so can't work. Don't have it'll never. It'll never work. No, 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 like what I mean is like the beer shop doesn't have a single output batch at their address to cover the cost of the beer machine, 4.2 something. So what if, what if, so if the beer shop, is there ever a situation where the beer shop can actually have but not have more than 4.2? Like? No, they need at least 4.2. If they have 4.2 exactly in their like, are UTXO... Are there any other weird things like double spending, but not like double spending, but like some way that they can like have what they don't have? Like no. due to... That's the point of it. Okay, well... They're all unspent transaction outputs. Right? So if you don't have... So, so Jesse, phasing, if you don't yeah. chill, bro. So, Jesse... <laughs> Yeah, no, I understand you don't, the whole concept of, of you just uh, take take your uh, unspent transaction outputs and then uh, get a total that's greater than the amount that you're trying to charge, mm-hmm. and then you send it out and then you get the change back. Yeah. Yeah. So in reality, what you should say instead of how many Bitcoin you got is how many UTXOs you got. Oh. <laughs> Oh, not how many, but like, what's the value of your UTXO set, homie? Yeah. That doesn't sound sexy at all. No, that sounds lame. Rappers can't rap about this shit. That's what's really holding Bitcoin back. 
Fazing says, uh, I'm trying to usefully participate in this discussion, but I'm afraid I understand nothing about the whole thing. Well, that's because right, you missed I'm the first four episodes. Now. Promise. Yeah, you <laughs> missed you missed the first four episodes. So, um, you know what blows my mind? Yeah. How are all rappers the best rapper of all time? What do you like, mean? Is there a modest rapper on in the game? I'm a modest rapper. He's like, yeah, I may not be the best, but I'm pretty good. You know what I mean? They're always like, I'm the best, I'm the rapper, best rapper alive. I'm the best motherfucking rapper of all time i'm a legend i was born to be a god like it's like so much it's so much it's like just be modest like you all can't be the best that's not how it works somebody's got to be second best like just be modest say like hey yeah i got a great flow but my my analogies aren't as good as this other guy it just it blows my mind they're all the best. Mind. Anyways, let's keep going. <laughs> Sorry. Um, once again, the outputs that were used as inputs have been spent and cannot be used again. But here's the thing, Jesse. The spent outputs that are now under your address are unspent. Un, is an unspent uh, output on someone else's address worth 4.2. Boom. So the unspent outputs, however, are still good for spending, so we call these the UTXOs. The total number of Bitcoins at an address is the sum of the address's UTXOs. Mm-hmm. So there we go. We figured this shit out, bro. Uh, we fucking figured it out, bro. We are champions. My friends. I just watched Bohemian Rhapsody last night. That. It's a good movie. Yeah. I'm going to watch Airplane on the weekend. Have you ever watched an Airplane on an airplane? No. Try it. Have you? I have. Try it. Have you watched Airplane on an airplane while high? No. I've never gotten high and gone on an airplane. I can't and handle being that. being high. Huh? You're high while yeah. you're high. Well. And you're drunk. You're just making shit up now. Oh, dude, they make weed-infused wine. It costs $150 a bottle. You got to go to Cali to get it, and you got to have a medical marijuana license. Wow. You can get drunk and high at the same time by drinking your high. Seems cheaper just to, like, separate the two and do the two together. Um, Extremely cheaper, but the experience, bro, I want to drink my – I want to get lifted by drinking it. So is there like THC in the wine? THC and CBD. Oh, wow. Wait. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. (laughs) Hold on. I got to show you the link. It's like Owen Wilson. Oh, wow. 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 Hold on. I'm going to get you the link so you can believe this shit. I couldn't believe it either. It was called like, uh, it's called like, uh, Weed wine, we iron. No, it was called. Wine. It was pretty unique. Wide. It's called Mary Jane Wines, which is not unique at all. That's not unique. Nope. 
Go check it out. I'm going to put it in the Slack right now. You want to drink some wide oh, wine? I can't see weed? that. Or what about ween? Weed wine. Dude, that's drink terrible. Some ween? I don't want to drink ween. That sounds terrible. <laughs> listen, to, listen to what you're saying, bro. Listen to what you're saying. You want to suck some ween? You want to slurp some ween? You want to slurp on his ween? <laughs> Hey, oh, God. why don't you have a why don't you have a tall glass of ween? <laughs> See, lean sounds better, but ween is just like ugh. oh man. You know what? All right, let's wrap. Let's wrap. We just created our own million dollar brand, Jesse. Let's figure what, out how ween? to infuse weed into wine, and let's call it ween. <laughs> God. There you go. This why don't you? Kidding. Sip on this ween. Oh yes, we. <laughs> this can only lose us money, or we get Absolutely sponsored by not. Cheech and Chong. Win. Oh yes, we've not included a transaction fee in either of the last two transactions. Oopsie diddly. That's what it Oops, says. Who says that? Oopsie diddly. diddly. I think British people say that, and he is Isn't British. He British. He is? Yeah, he is. Oops, it deadly. Imagine this. Very tall, very slender Caucasian man with huge dreadlocks like Oprah Winfrey in the 90s. That's who Greg Maxwell is. That's who the oh, guy who no. made this website is. I thought it was bald. No, no, no. He's very much opposite of bald. So, without a transaction fee, these two transactions will probably take a while to get included into a block. It's because transaction fees gives you transaction priority. The transaction what? fees are picked up by... Yeah. The transaction fees are picked up by miners when they mine a block. So, adding a transaction fee basically acts as an incentive for miners to include your transaction in a block. So... That's what we're doing. Is like your transaction is just gonna sit in the mempool and stew in frustration if you don't include a little bit of fee for the miners to do the work for making sure that your transaction goes through. In my experience, cheap. I put like a Satoshi, and it still went through. Word. Take it. <laughs> we had to do with the mempool isn't full. Oh okay. Otherwise, your your transaction's gone. Yeah, if if you if you don't use it to put a little bit of fee, then okay. So where the hell's the output for the transaction fee? Well, there isn't one. But look at the size of the outputs. The, the total, total of the, the output. Huh? I'll take. I'm taking this. Go the for it. The total of the outputs is less than the total of the inputs, which means that there are some remaining bitcoins that aren't being used up. This leftover amount is the transaction fee. And that's all transactions fees are. Sorry, I'm hearing an echo with myself because that's how I have to record this audio and it's throwing me off. It's okay. And that's all transaction fees are, the remainder of a transaction. The amount that's left over in a transaction, inputs to outputs, always gets picked up by a miner. So if you manually constructed a transaction and forgot to create a change output for yourself, the miner would pick up the amount you left behind no matter how much it is. No. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Bitcoin is a very, like, 
it is engineered like very precisely you know what I mean they, he put some time into this shit so Toshinoko Moto put some years of his life into this scheme years and like, years yeah well maybe I shouldn't say scheme because that has negative connotations but scheme is just like a strategy it's just, that's all it is it's just a scheme. scheme is like a way of uh, it's like a blueprints that's why they call it a schematic so he spent a lot of time beers and tears beers and tears baby beers and tears I'm going to a wedding this weekend and by going to it I'm the best man and there there might be some beers and tears you know what I mean it's a wedding this is my best friend the the bridesmaids the, the, the bridesmaid night who's the night of the bridesmaid like the night of the man is the best man. I'm not sure. Oh, uh, the the, the, the um, there's there's brides, ladies, maid of honor. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Bridesmaids, the maid of honor is always like, "Who's my best friend?" You better. I'm so happy for you guys. Like that's like every toast is always like that. Like I remember they first started dating, and I knew Brad was special. That's not. That's Brad was special. Brad was special. Or, I, I can only think of Brad as I understand as a very oh. Caucasian name, but what? Uh. <laughs> For all I know, Facing's name is Brad. So, her guys, Stacy. She sounds like a Stacy. Yes, her name is Stacy Lynn. Anyways, She's available for escort services. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I'm not gonna cut that out of the show. But I, I want. I want to play that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's a good story for how to handle and soliciting escort in a hotel like <laughs> you know no I don't want your services I need to finish my buffalo chicken wings so <laughs> okay so thank you guys for listening to another episode of what the hatter uh, we, we, we're we trying our hardest to, to make it something that you can listen to and watch at the same time so we're, we're, we're catching our stride we're going to get back to it um, you might want to watch the live streams on twitch if you can't and don't have the time to listen to it on a on, on a podcast and try and figure out exactly what we're talking about, there's visuals on the live stream. And basically, we just hope that you keep, you know, joining us on this journey of learning exactly how Bitcoin works. We wanted to know exactly how this shit works. And then we're going to dive deep into some tangents that we might have, which could be the byproducts of what happens if Bitcoin is actually as successful as people hope for it to be? So, Jesse, I don't think I have anything more if you don't have anything more. Boost Blocks. Boost Blocks. This episode actually is brought to you guys by Boost Blocks. So have you ever said to yourself, man, I'm tired of drinking this energy drink because typically it tastes a little bit sour. I've got to choke it down. i got to shake the water bottle which just actually like triggers some sort of physical thing within me to like 
we're not going there. But there's like a whole fucking process to getting that pre-workout into your body so you can have itchy face and pump out those 80-pound dumbbells, right? <laughs> Fuck that. I don't want to drink a Mountain Dew's worth of sour bitterness just so I can get in that weight room and hope I don't shit myself because I'm full of pre-workout. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't drink that much pre-workout. But it does give you a nice little buzz. You can feel it from your nips to your toes. So... Yeah, have you ever noticed that, actually? Like, when that? you take, like, a pre-workout, like a liquid one, you feel like pooping. Yeah, it's, like, almost instantaneous, or it's like, what damn. Is that? I think it's because they put excessive amounts of, um, what's it called, laxative in there to just really <laughs> clean out your system so you can, so you can get max... <laughs> And get maximum rotation on your flies, bro. So, <laughs> so anyways, if you're tired of all that, right? And then, oh, here's the most annoying thing, right? You don't see some of the powder because it drips off the side of your water bottle. So then you got a stain on your countertop, and you're like, "What the fuck, man? This this pre workout experience is not worth it." Sometimes the plastic thing doesn't rip right, so then you got powder just flies everywhere. It's a fucking conundrum. Uh, what a yeah. nightmare! Godly, oh, what if you don't have a funnel? How are you gonna get that little fucking one inch <laughs> diameter cup? Into your little bitty 12 ounce water bottle. It's a fucking science experiment. Oh, geez, don't even get me started on how shitty powder pre workout is. So, what you actually need are boost blocks. You eat your pre workout real quick. You ever had a gummy bear before? Shit's smooth. Throw it in your mouth. Nom, nom, nom. You're done. That's exactly what boost blocks are like. Throw it in your mouth. Nom, nom. You got your pre-workout. Wait 15 minutes. You're buzzing from your nips to your toes. You're hitting bench press. You're hitting flies. You're running. You're you're all over the place. The gym is your bitch. Boost blocks. That's what you need. Oh, well, yeah. I got, I got uh, oh. There's a guy I met. His name is Marco. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's a natural pro. Like, a, like natural competitions. He mm-hmm. became a pro. Wow. And uh, he tried it because we went to go lift at Gold's like a couple days ago, and he really enjoyed it. And mm. he's also uh, interested in helping market it. So, ask him about the buzz from the nips to the toes. <laughs> yeah, he enjoyed it. <laughs> Seriously, he, he enjoyed the buzz actually. <laughs> yeah, from the nips to the toes. <laughs> Boost blocks, buzz from your nips to your toes. Um, shout out to Zazi Beats. Play the outro, or, or just stop watching if you're on live. <laughs> <I should've... laughs>